Welcome to our Overtime Penalty Show. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. And here we are back with David's MLS Recap. Let's get straight to it. That's right, guys. We're recapping week one of MLS. Uh, guys, we are in for a treat this week. We had a lot of MLSing here in the league. Uh, and first up, we waste no time. Toronto versus Columbus. Uh, Toronto in their home opener, and Columbus uh, gets a win at 2-0. The defending champs stumble out of the gate. Uh, they looked a bit overwhelmed by Columbus or perhaps tired from their CCL play. Uh, in the 44th minute, Columbus gets going just before the half as Artur sends a long ball across the field to Venezuela, who's nearly at the end line. He sends the ball back across at the 18 and Iguain smacks it toward goal. Uh, Bono got a hand to it, but it was too hot to keep out of the net, and they go up 1 0. Uh, entering the second half uh, in the 46th minute, Pedro Santos sends a perfect curving ball uh, to an on running Giassi Zardes, who puts it past Bono for the second of the game. Guys, it turns out all this time, Giassi only needed one Santos, not dos Santos. <laughs> uh, Toronto seemed to wake up a little bit it's after the second goal. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Toronto woke up a little bit after that second goal, but it was too little, too late as Columbus uh, got a little bit of luck and the post, and they keep a clean sheet and got three points in Toronto. Corny or not, it's a new joke. It's no longer the printer. Uh, <laughs> we retired that one last week, Lewis. Yeah, we did. Uh, oh, but see, no, you still uh, mention it, though. God damn it. But, but, but it wasn't David. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was making a joke about the joke. Anyway, uh, Columbus oh, wow, no. uh, just comes right out of the gate and basically shuts up 98% of all MLS predictions. Uh, a phenomenal performance from Columbus yeah. from start to finish. Absolutely suffocating Toronto. Very little coming from uh, uh, a very high-powered Toronto offense. Jazzy Zardes gets a goal uh, in his debut for uh, uh, for Columbus uh, preseason, not not counting for me. The guy is uh, he needed a change of scenery. Looks no, he definitely needed. He definitely needed. I had it. I had tweeted out. I'm not really sure if I should be happy or upset that Jossie scored. And what I meant by that is, and not that I'm mad at him, I'm just mad at the fact that he was, he wasn't used properly here in LA, mm -hmm. kind of set up to fail and um, couldn't really thrive. I still believe that he uh, could have done a lot more than what he did offer the, the, the past two seasons. Still believe that he has no business on the national team, though. That, that <laughs> Still don't believe that whatsoever. He's uh, he's an MLS guy, and that's pretty much it. But uh, I'm, I'm happy for him that he's gonna uh, that he's doing better, that he's getting um, assimilated in his new hometown. Uh, good for him, and good for Columbus. Uh, just came out and and punched the uh, the champ in the mouth. Uh, surprise everybody. Good for yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, to go ahead, Bobby. Go Sorry. On, go on, David. Uh, speaking of, uh, I'm I'm gonna move on to the next game. So get your yes. thing out about no, Columbus. Go on. Go on. Okay. Go sorry on. about that. 
speaking of punching people in the mouth, Houston did just that to Atlanta in uh, in Houston's home home opener. Things went really, really bad for Atlanta, uh, really, really fast. Uh, Gonzalez Perez gets torched by uh, Elise, who gets on uh, gets to the end line, sends it across for Wenger, uh, who was waiting for the pass at the back post to put Houston up one zero in the fifth minute. In the 12th minute, Minota strips Gonzalez Perez and goes in alone on goal, but Guzan is there to make the stop. 23rd minute, Guzan is called upon again as Atlanta gets caught up the field and Houston hits him on the counter. The ensuing, the ensuing corner gets put away by Felipe Sandros. Uh, Minotas makes it 3-0 after Elise plays winger in, but his shot gets blocked by Guzan and Minotas hits the ball into an open net. Atlanta seems to have forgotten that MLS was kicking off this week because uh, nobody seemed to be uh, bringing their shooting boots. Aminon misses a wide open chance in front of net. Uh, he kicks it well, well wide. I think it almost hit the corner flag uh, when he was like dead center at the penalty area. Um, in the 48th, yeah, in the 48th minute, at least dances his way into the 18. His shot is saved by Guzan. Goes out for a corner. At least hits a header. Uh, just wide on goal from that corner. Um, but uh, not to worry. Houston will get its fourth in the 50th minute as Guzan tips across into the center of the 18 and it falls to Darwin Seren. Uh, it makes it 4-0 to uh, Houston. Atlanta earns a penalty in the opening moments of the second half. Uh, although, by the way, that was all in the first half, guys. Uh, second half, uh, Atlanta earns a penalty. Uh, as Seitz takes down Josef Martinez, but Almiron steps up to take the penalty and he slams it off the post and out. Atlanta never really recovered from that and Houston starts their season off with a bang. A little surprising that in the way that Houston won that game, I don't think anybody really expected that type of a performance against a very strong Atlanta side. They seem to have missed Carmona more than uh, they initially uh, thought they would. Nagby just uh, was completely ineffective. I actually forgot that he was in the game. Uh, and uh, it, it really did show Houston showing that they are going to be, uh, at least for the time being, one game, guys, right? We want to get too ahead of ourselves, but it looks like they're going to be yet another uh, a season of them just being beasts at home. Uh, it, this game was just a statement to everyone else in the league saying you're not going to come up in here and, and push us around. Uh, good on Houston there. Yep. Up next, we have Philadelphia versus New England. My boys, Philly. Uh, Andre Blake gets his season started early as he makes a big save in the sixth minute on Juan Agadello in the second, 70, uh, sorry, 22nd minute. Akam faces, uh, forces a save from Turner, the New England keeper, and Sapong's follow-up is wide in the, 23rd minute, Delamia tangles up with Sapong and he takes him down. He sees red. The Revs will play with 10 men uh, at, at that point. 43rd minute, long ball to Bedoya, who sends it across the, uh, to force a shot that uh, was blocked by the defender. But uh, youngster Fontana is there to clean it up and puts Philly up 1-0. Second half, long ball to Burke. CJ Sapong is at the near post and puts... Philly up 2-0 in the 86th minute. Delnia 
is sent off, and the Revs have to finish this game with nine men. Absolutely horrible from New England, and I'm not just talking about the game. How do you get your two center backs kicked out of a game? How is that even possible that both your center backs get red cards? This goes back to the the thing that we said in our preview that Brad Friedel stepped into a, a big pile of shit here. This team is so dysfunctional. It is uh, the, the locker room. I'm sure is a mess. And what you saw in that game, if, if you were able to somehow uh, get yourself to to watch that game, I, I I feel sorry for anyone watching that game because it, it was just um, what New England was putting on the field is going to be absolutely horrible this year. And I think th- that very first game was a uh, an indication. Uh, of that and uh, things aren't going to get any better for uh, for New England here. It's what we talked about. It. They're going to be the, the the whipping boys of MLS this season. It's it's pretty bad down there or up there. Uh, next up, Orlando versus DC United. Another year, another draw for Orlando on their opening day. Uh, 18th minute, Darren Maddox gets the end line and his cross uh, goes off of Will Johnson's hand. VAR rules it a penalty, but the PK is saved by Joe Bendick as he pushes it to the crossbar. Uh, Phenomenal save from Joe Bendick. Uh, 32nd minute, however, Assad's free kick finds Maddox to put DC up 1-0. In the 41st minute, uh, Orlando's uh, 94 is uh, sent off. I believe his name is PC. Is sent off for an elbow to Assad. Uh, Yo, two nearly scores. In the 58th, but Brilliant clears it off the line. Uh, in the 79th minute, Orlando gets caught upfield, and Maddox is off to the races in a lone and goal. But in an AJ Della Garza-like recovery run, Mohamed Al-Mulnier comes from behind and gets a foot in to snuff out the attack. Uh, in the 93rd minute, Justin Miram plays an on-running Spectre into the area. He plays it back across to Pino for the equalizer at the death, and Orlando City salvage a point. On the one hand, I have to commend DC United for going into Orlando and nearly getting a victory there against a, a much improved Orlando side. We talked about DC United, how they're going to be significantly better than they were last season. They made some some good upgrades. Uh, David even picked them to win MLS Cup for some reason. And uh, Orlando, here's a team that should have won the game, even against an upgraded DC United team. Uh, Playing down to 10 men doesn't help, but the fact that they were able to dig deep and fight all the way to the end and get that goal and salvage a tie with a man down speaks a lot about Orlando as well, and going into the next game against Minnesota, I feel that they're going to get their uh, their victory that they probably should have got this week. Yep. Uh, next up is Dallas versus RSL. Joao Plata and RSL strike first in this game, despite Dallas having a few chances saved by Ramondo early. Uh, they put RSL up 1-0 in the 25th minute. Uh, Dallas thought they had their equalizer in the 38th when the Rudy's uh, has his shot saved. Uh, 
by the heroics and Ramondo, and then the follow up uh, by Hayes goes off the crossbar. In the 86th minute, Maxi Rudy sends the ball across the six, and Silva sends it into the back of his own net, and they end the game in a 1 1 draw. Dallas, for me personally, still is. Uh, I'm not really sure what to make of Dallas. Dallas was the only MLS team that was eliminated in CCL by a Panamanian team, I believe it was, and they did. They they basically crashed out of a of a series that they had no business losing. Then you go into your season opener at home and had to claw your way back to earn a draw. For me, the jury's still out on Dallas. I still have them out of the playoffs. Mm. A lot of people that I saw around the league have them in the top three spot. I personally just can't see that. Uh, are they capable of it? I'm sure. But based on what I have seen in the past two games, not really uh, n- not really seeing too much from Dallas here. And we'll see if they pick it up as the season goes along. Uh, next up, San Jose versus Minnesota United. Uh, San Jose in the 27th minute. Danny Hrusen curls one to the right side of the goal. Uh to open the scoring for them. A minute later, ball gets sent across the 18. Houston flicks it on, and Vaco is waiting at the back post. In the 59th minute, San Jose on the buildup. They play a few one-time passes. Houston gets his second on the night. Uh, this one looks to be done and dusted, but Kevin Molino decides to put his team on his shoulders, pulls one back in the 81st minute, and in the 85th minute, uh, he took a probing shot and uh, tucks it into the near post. I don't know what Tarbell is doing on that uh, second Minnesota goal, but um, you know they Minnesota doing what they do they did last year. They, you know, they're out of games, but they're still scoring goals. So um, interesting, at least. Uh, Minnesota side that really didn't improve much from last season. Don't even know how that that's possible. San Jose went the exact opposite direction, made a, uh, some upgrades of their own, and came out firing uh, in front of their home stadium, uh, jump out to that 3 nothing lead, which was pretty much expected against a team like Minnesota, but fell asleep and let Minnesota get back into the game. They still were able to hang on. Good for them. Fuck San Jose. <laughs> uh, next up is Seattle versus LAFC. Uh, LAFC get the win in this one. Seattle starts with a B-plus lineup as they want to rest players ahead of their CCL clash with LAFC's former big brothers, CD Chivas Guadalajara. But no matter, LAFC wanting to make a good first impression by attacking early, blessing bangs one off the post within 60 seconds of the match. Uh, They didn't have to wait much longer after that as Vela and Rossi combined to catch Stefan Fry out of position a little, and Rossi hits a perfect ball uh, to put the expansion side up 1-0, in the 11th minute, Seattle nearly equalized in the 13th as uh, Tolo's one-time shot is saved by Tyler Miller. Uh, Seattle ultimately couldn't find an equalizer despite taking over the match. Uh, Seattle's Alfaro sees a second yellow late, uh, and uh, Miller and Simon's heroics preserve the historic win for LAFC. Yeah, this was a game that I don't think many people called LAFC to win. You go up against the uh, two-time defending Western Conference champions at home, even with the B-plus side, you got to figure that they're still the favorite. 
uh, good on Rossi. Very nice goal. Got, got to give him uh, credit there. Seattle just uh, could not find the back of the net. Uh, they were just unlucky. LFC seemed to have wilted uh, just a little bit in the second half, and they were lucky to hang on. 18 players on the roster, road games for the first two months or so. I think a win was uh, puts them in a good position here, even if it is just game one, because you have a tough stretch uh, ahead of you in uh, in the next two months. I think it was a good character win for them, but fuck them too. <laughs> uh, next up, Vancouver versus Montreal. Uh, Vancouver wins this one two to one in the twenty eighth minute. Kai Kamara strips Piet, but Bush is ready and catches the shot. Uh, Kamara shot. Uh, it's Kamara again scoring a glancing header to put the Whitecaps up in the sixty third minute, and then Alfonso Davies. Puts one past Bush as he waits for Teixeira's pass at the back post. Montreal gets uh, gets one back in the 81st with a header by Mancosu, uh, but it's not enough to beat Vancouver. This was a game that was not a lot of flashy stars for either team. Kai Kamara comes into Vancouver, and we talked about this in our preview that he could be a toxic locker room guy, but regardless of what team he's played for, he's scored goals. And in his first match with Vancouver, he gets the first goal. Good on him. I think Vancouver is probably not as good of a team as they were last season, but one of those bubble teams that uh, I had picked uh, in last week's show that can pull off a result uh, when need be. So uh, Vancouver is kind of an interesting team here. They're, uh, not looking quite strong, but I think they're looking competitive enough. Yep. All right. Last but not least, Sporting Kansas City versus the NYCFC. Uh, New York looking to scream out the gate as they take it to uh, Kansas City in Kansas City. Via collects the ball at the age of the 18. He takes a touch to beat his defender, sends it across for Morales to finish uh, in first that half stoppage time to put NYCFC up 1-0. Uh, Sporting Kansas City gets caught up the field. And uh, New York are on the counter. It's a three-on-one. And miraculously, the defender recovers to strip the ball from Davavia. Uh, 53rd minute, Ben Sweat gets forward and plays a perfectly weighted cross to Medina to make it 2-0 for NYCFC. In the 79th minute, Sporting Kansas City get a penalty as Shalot gets taken down. VAR comes in and says, no, it's a dive. Shalit gets a red card for simulation. NYC FC wins this game. They will face the LA Galaxy next week. One of the top teams in the Eastern Conference uh, go into a venue that's not easy to play in. Come out of Kansas City with a victory. I expected a little bit more from Kansas City, to be perfectly honest. I don't have them making the playoffs for some reason. Or at least they're they're fighting for one of the the, the, the final spots, and it kind of showed here. But it also could have been that the fact that NYCFC is just uh, one of the class acts in the Eastern Conference. Patrick Vieira has done wonderful things since he's uh, come in as coach. I think NYCFC. Uh, I don't have them as number one. I think David has them as number one, and I can see why he he would pick that. They're it, it's it's a good team from top to bottom. All right, well, that's it for MLS Recap Week 1. Guys, keep following us. Uh, tweet at us. 
share us, do all the things. Uh, if you guys are in LA, obviously come out and see us at the games. Uh, sometimes we'll be there. We'll, we'll obviously say beforehand, uh, but I will be there uh, most days. So, uh, you know, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Next week it is. See you guys. Bye. Bye.